On this episode of the Film Optics Podcast, we have so much to talk about between AMC theaters, Regal theaters, refusing to play Universal films. We also have a little bit of Spider-Verse 2 news for you. And will Daredevil actually be in Spider-Man 3? And welcome back to Film Optics, where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment news. I'm your host, Christian. And today, as always, of course, we will be talking about the world of film, TV, and everything pop culture related. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. How are you doing today, man? We made it through week something of quarantine. (laughs) Day by day, week by week, month by month. Year by year. (laughs) Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> well, it's yeah, man. How, how you been? You know, you've been uh, filling some uh, fun quarantine moments playing Beat Saber. I, I, I would oh, imagine yeah. it's, a, it's a family affair. Everyone's feeling it. <laughs> I really want to try that out, but it I just got to. Yeah, like in like you know, I'm just I'm just not a big like I don't really see the appeal of VR, but I guess it's one of those things where have you, have you tried try it, it though? Yeah, I was about to say, have you tried it though? Right. <laughs> because That's... like i was <laughs> but like uh, yeah and you know you're you know you're it's just it's just well for beat saber it seems like it's um it's kind of like rock band or guitar hero just with lightsabers basically what it seems like yeah but i don't know because like even like for the longest time i was like against the switch i'm like i don't need a switch this seems you know it's underpowered nobody wants like a little handheld device I, I I do miss it. I'm not gonna lie. When I got one, I'm like, okay, I can kind of see why people like this so much. But I wouldn't go as far as to say it's like the best console ever. But um, yeah, I don't know. So I guess been, uh, you've been catching up on some good TV lately. I have, dude. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm kicking myself in the foot because it's uh, how could I've lasted this long without watching Community? It's a classic. Like, it is so good. Like I finished off season one and I'm like, okay, maybe like each semester is like a season. I'm like, oh no, they do like an entire year. I'm like, oh wow, there's like six seasons. Like, you know, they're in community college. I was originally started off my um collegiate uh career in community college myself. So I, I, I definitely resonate with it with the um with the show a lot. But um is this word pretty much this is pretty much where like Donald Glover got his start, right? Or was it yeah, he was he was like a writer up until this, and then he started acting in that, and then he started doing music, and then now he's yeah. now like he's mega famous. Yeah, he just does everything. <laughs> yeah, and like and I saw prowler. like, right, and yeah, and he's a prowler. Yeah, like, and I don't know. You're like, oh yeah, you and have Lando, and yeah, and Lando. The the, the dude's everywhere. <laughs> totally forgot he was in Star Wars. But yeah, it's a great show. I'm having a good time. You know, I'm on season two, so I just started that. It's it's getting juicy, and it's it's just it's just good TV, man. Absolutely. I know I was yeah. gonna take a detour, you know, after season one and watch some Barry and Fleabag, but I'm just I'm hooked. <laughs> I um I today I watched the season finale of Dave. I'm not sure if you've heard of this. I've heard of the show, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's the show made by Lil Dicky. Um, oh that's on hulu right it's on fx but also goes to hulu like the day hulu. after hulu was like low-key killing it man i swear but yeah like I, when i first started i thought it was gonna be like really corny because mm. i mean lil dicky like corny rapper but yeah the show's actually like really good i want like, to try that out he like goes all out just i don't know how he gets away with some of the stuff <laughs> he writes it's it's kind of like how uh, how did Dave Chappelle get away with all the stuff he wrote for the Chappelle yeah. show back in the day? It's, it's like how is this stuff. on on television? <laughs> <laughs> the world may never know. But um, <laughs> before we uh, uh, begin today's topics, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, YouTube, Podbean, and iHeartRadio. And I actually meant to. Actually, Devin, what, what what do you think of the uh, the new logo? Um, I like it. It's good. It's good. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice and clean. It's I'm not sure if anyone can really tell what it is. It's it's 
the mic that I use, the Shure SM7B, and you know, I talked to Justin about it. I was like, hey, you like, can we kind of like, you know, scale down a bit and make something a little bit more simpler? And so we kind of worked together, and yeah, it's the final product. So I hope people are enjoying it. Um, I'm currently, you know, making banners and whatnot to kind of go along with them. Simple banners for now, but um, our YouTube page looks a little looks a lot better. I'm I'm digging the blue. For sure. That's I think that that was a nice little uh Space Jam new legacy. Yeah, break, what did you breaking just... news here. It looks like what? The official Space Jam title and little uh cover just came out. Ooh, a little little nice little banner. I a think new I legacy. New legacy. Well, that was like the first, well, not the first breaking news, but the first piece of news before we got into everything we were planning to talk about today. But yeah, it looks like that's coming out. We don't, it doesn't look like we have a release date yet, but Space Jam New Legacy. I dig it. I kind of like that. Um, I actually like that logo. Or the, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a that, cool logo. Yeah, it kind of keeps with the times and whatnot. But <clears throat> anyway, so uh, we do have a lot to talk about today, Devin. Uh, I will, it's, it's, it's a good amount, not as much as last week, I don't think, but uh, some very interesting things are uh, running afoot oh, in yeah. the film industry. People are getting pissed off left, left and right, so we have another billion-dollar uh, hissy fit thing on our hands here, uh, but uh, we'll get into that later. I want to save save the juice, for, uh, the, the, the dessert, the last, last uh, save the best for last. Wow. I'm like tripping up on my words but uh let's get into some comic book news here um i know you're a big fan of spider-verse so you want to take i think i think everyone everyone who's a human and has seen the movie is a big fan of spider-verse i'm not sure how you couldn't be but um it's it's been delayed unfortunately corona strikes again when will it stop one of these days hopefully it's just gonna it's gonna die down and it's just going to be a fond, a, a random memory. If everyone's just going to block out of their mind and be like, "Oh yeah, you remember like how, like started like twenty like it's like everyone's life is going to like begin anew in twenty twenty one instead of twenty twenty. It'll just be blocked out from the history books. Like all the kids in class are going to be like, "Hey, you know, like like we 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 skipped from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one. What happened in twenty twenty? And then all like." teachers are gonna have like flashbacks yeah <laughs> quarantine hours PTSD. <laughs> ptsd of the covid19 start covering their mouth and nose <laughs> <laughs> having panic attacks in the middle of the classroom <laughs> but yeah um anyway for spider-man uh into the spider-verse 2 did get delayed until i believe it is october it was originally slated for April 8th of 2022, but it got pushed back to October 7th um, of the same year in uh, 2020. So that's, that's pretty the, much. That's quite the steep decline in release date. Yeah, it's pretty. It's kind of like um, uh, No Time to Die all over again. I mean, they, that was supposed to come out, what, early? That movie was already supposed to be out. Uh, what was it? March? And then it got pushed all the way back to Thanksgiving weekend. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, smart on them. Take your time. I'm glad that Sony isn't being reactionary like some other studios we'll talk about later on. But, you know, they weren't very reactionary to, like, trying to get this out. You know, safety comes first. So, but uh, we have a little bit more of a little bit more Spider-Man news here. A little, little bit of a damper, but, I mean, actors lie, right? <laughs> could be <laughs> so the um for those of you who have watched daredevil out there uh the daredevil star uh, <clears throat> has uh charlie cox charlie Co it's his yeah charlie sorry i'm like wow all over the place uh he has denied that he is not in the spider-man three so he pretty much says that if there is a daredevil in uh spider-man three it's not his version of the character, but we both know that a lot of people have been hoping that given the situation that uh, Peter Parker's in going um, from uh, 
Spider-Man Far From Home with his identity being revealed to the world that Peter would kind of lay low and look for a good lawyer to uh, get out of this mess. And everyone was kind of hoping that uh, Mr. Charlie Cox would appear. I'm uh, guessing it's going to be She-Hulk as the lawyer now. She-Hulk? It won't be Daredevil. You excited to see Allison Brie on the screen again? I mean, <laughs> she she knows she knows who to call. She get knows who to call. Yeah, I mean, they, they literally said, what, they're looking for an Allison Brie type. And I think you said it on a podcast a while ago. It's like, just cast Allison Brie. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, we're looking for a, we're looking for a Robert Downey Jr. type actor. What do you mean? There's no one else like him. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. So everyone's hopes and dreams are pretty much crushed about uh, Spider-Man three for Charlie Cox not being in um, in the film, especially since the uh, complicated rights and issues uh, between all the Marvel. Uh, TV shows between Daredevil, Jessica Jones, et cetera, et cetera, Luke Cage, blah, 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 um, have those rights are going to be once retained to Disney here very soon uh, within the coming months. So people kind of thought, you know, it's planned out perfectly. I think Daredevil will be in Spider-Man 3, but like Charlie Cox said, may not be him. But then again, Ewan McGregor did... Uh, denied the fact that there was an Obi-Wan series being in the works for he kept it under wraps for so long so we'll just have to wait and see I don't know but you want to take this next one Devin I know you're a big James Gunn fan oh sometimes it's (laughs) depends on what he says Um, yeah yeah, it looks like James Gunn has released that the Suicide Squad the Suicide Squad if you have to call it that Mm-hmm. Um, will be filmed in true 4K and then released in true 4K as well. Oh, thank the maker. No. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, I know you're not a big physical media guy, but I mean, what, what do you, what do you think of this? Do you think this is a good thing, or do you just kind of indifferent to it? I got I gotta see the movie first. I mean, who knows how this movie's gonna turn out? <laughs> that is true. It, it could be a pile of crap all in 4K. <laughs> yes. So we really don't know. Um, oh well. But I uh I guess my little two cents on it would just be I'm I'm actually excited that he's doing this because it it literally it drives me up the wall. And and I know that you you're not a big fan of the 16 by 9 a, uh, aspect ratio where there's you know the two black bars on the top and the bottom. For anyone out there who doesn't know, that's literally the same. Uh, ratio and the same resolution or the same ratio that they show in the theater so it's just imagine you're, you're pretty much watching the same uh the same aspect ratio then the reason why there's two black bars is because in the theater if you know the, that's like essentially the size of the screen unless you're watching it in imax but it has it and i know a lot of people in the past have been kind of um against this especially for avengers infinity war and endgame both were shot with imax cameras and at least with imax cameras you know it's it's a very very high stupid high resolution it's not as high as uh dolby atmos with the 4k and whatnot but it's still a really really good resolution but you know when Especially when the Russo brothers say, oh, you know, Avengers Endgame was shot all IMAX. So you have to see it in IMAX. You got to go see it in IMAX. And then out of nowhere, it's like, oh, but hey, the, the 4K digital copy, it's not going to be a full screen. It's going to be widescreen. It's like, wasn't this shot all in, you know, IMAX? So why am I not at least getting the full screen? But um, that's just my little rant about it. But I know that you you weren't a really big fan of that as well, but that's why yeah. I kind of figured to sneak that in there. But got anything else you want to talk about before we uh, move on to our next? Move story? on to something neither of us know anything about. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Marvel Studios is developing Ultimatum. Um, not, I'm not entirely sure what this is. Uh, this does come- I think it's Fantastic Four related, right? That's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and this comes from MCUcosmic.com um, from our good man, so Jeremy I think, Connor. Yeah, I think we both follow Task on Twitter, the, the comic nerd guy. Yeah. He was, he was talking about how the Ultimatum comics were, like, really bad. 
So they're going to have to like <laughs> tweak, tweak it a lot to make them good uh, for movies or shows. So I don't know how they're going to do it, but hopefully they can fix whatever ultimatum was. Yeah, because, I mean, we've all known that, you know, for Fantastic Four movies have not been the best in the past. And I'm not sure if you've actually been catch, uh, catching up on Mr. Sunday Movies' um, <laughs> Caravan of Garbage <laughs> reviews of the Fantastic Four movies. Oh, no. But they are hysterical. I never miss a single episode of of that series that uh, that they have. It, it's just hysterical. I love it. But, yeah, um. I don't know too much about this. It looks like, you know, obviously this is somewhat in development, but probably is, you know, going to be delayed at some point because of COVID-19. Um, for Well, I guess for those unfamiliar, I'll just read this little bit here so we can kind of get more of a idea since we pretty much said it, it, it looks like it involves Fantastic Four and the X-Men and Dr. Doom like manipulates certain events. So, which is pretty cool. And apparently Namor is even a part of it. And uh, I guess the comic book story, uh, spoilers if you don't really want to hear this, but I don't, I think it's too late by now. Uh, I guess the story's dealt with the deaths of Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Magneto going full evil maniac over the death of his children, which is Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, for those of you who didn't know. And it looks like the Fantastic Four, X-Men, and other Marvel heroes unite to defeat um magneto so interesting hmm. very interesting i, I trust stuff. We, we trust kevin so we'll see yeah oh yeah absolutely and speaking so, of of trusting kevin we'll see if he decides oh. to add in some some punisher to the mcu because <sighs> did you watch that show no i haven't watched any mcu shows well quote unquote mcu shows <laughs> they're just there so you haven't seen Daredevil. I knew there no. was something up. <laughs> no. But yeah, the Punisher is eligible to reappear in the MCU after February 2021. So we got, mm. we got not too long from now, but uh, who knows? Maybe he'll, he'll come back. I do like uh, John Bernthal. We how how do I like John Bernthal? No, I said I do like him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm... I mean, I'm pretty much on the same page with you. Uh, hopefully, you know, it's it's really good that Marvel's getting a lot of their properties back to their respectful homes, uh, minus one hero. <laughs> well, he's he's home, but he he spends the weekends at his step mom and dad's every so often, making movies with them. But other than that, he's home. You know, TV shows, Mister. Peter Parker and <laughs> the rest of the uh, Parker family just <laughs> living it up. Yeah. But yeah, um, it, this is great news. You know, hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. Um, of course, you know, everything that we do talk about here on the show, um, you know, it's take with a grain of salt sometimes just because it may like, you know, dates may be set now, but can change so fast within the yeah, next all day. These, all these MCU movie dates are changing. Yeah, they, they yes, they are. Um, so it looks like Thor Love and Thunder has been moved up a week and now releasing on February 11th, 2020. And it looks like Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness got moved to March 25th. Uh, Black Panther got moved to May 6th. Captain Marvel 2 got moved to July 8th. And then there is an unknown slot mystery. For this mystery marvel movie coming out october 7th so i don't know man i mean it's like in and dc also you know made the shift of a lot of theirs same um, same with the the sony's uh spider verse so it, it all just depends um i know i think it was oh my gosh was it doctor it was either there, there was a marvel movie and the spy and the spider-man 3 movie was supposed to uh, two dates came out the same day. I think it was Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I think that's the one that got moved. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. so. So, I mean, <laughs> and obviously Sony pretty much has the leverage when it comes to the MCU because they argue, they have arguably the most popular superhero in the entire world, which is Spider-Man. So, well, film rights-wise, but other than that, they don't really have anything. Um, 
rights wise to um spider-man other than that but uh that pretty much does it for the comic book news here so we'll just move on so we have a little we got two stories a little bit of star wars news here to share with everyone and then we'll get into the uh the the nice juicy uh carved turkey of the the, the main entree of this podcast so uh do you want to take um i mean i think you're more excited for one of these so i'll just take the first one and you'll take the second one <laughs> all right um so star wars rise of skywalker will release on star wars day may 4th on disney plus which is huge um there's there's a lot of things going on may 4th um on star wars day this year we got we have we have the star wars clone wars finale oh man oh man i can't believe it snuck up on this as fast um we also have uh the rise of skywalker as i mentioned before coming out of disney plus so for those of you who've been craving some you know some ray versus kylo ren that uh, that'll be out there for you and the entire uh skywalker saga will officially be on disney plus so that's really cool and there's something else coming out may 4th oh the mandalorian um documentary, documentary. That's I'm definitely watching that for sure. It will be might we I mean depending on how it is, we could maybe do a review of it. Just it kind of just depends because yeah. yeah, so we'll 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 figure it out. But uh you want to take this last bit of Star Wars news before we uh move on to the main entree. Yeah, it looks like the uh Cassian Andor live action series got some new actors and actresses on board, only one of which I've heard of. Um, Stellan Skarsgård. I've heard of Skarsgård as well. Hmm. He's a but quality, quality actor. Quality actor. Yeah. Um, and so we have uh, Genevieve Con- O'Reilly. Mm. Um, we got De- Denise, Denise Goff. Is that Goff? Kyle yeah. Soller. Kyle Soller. Hmm. So yeah, they they all jump aboard the um, <clears throat> the series that's heading exclusively, obviously, to Disney Plus. Um, I know, I think you are more of a bigger Rogue One fan than I am. It's just really okay. It's not even real Rogue One. I just, it's like it's so random that Cassian Andor is getting its own Disney Plus series. I thought he was cool, it's, and I think Diego I, Luna's got like enough, like popularity to where it makes mm. sense right and like like i said I, I i mean i'll definitely check this out it was just because i tweeted about it a few days ago i was like this is just I, I felt like it was just as random as solo a star wars story but rogue one was actually i liked rogue one over solo i but. hope so <laughs> how'd you get I mean, your name you, you're so you're alone you're solo so it's 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 like it's like if they made like a random movie about like R two, but I feel like people would actually go see that. But it, it would just, I, I just don't know. I really don't know. I mean, like there's a bunch of plot holes in Star Wars, and there's a bunch of plot holes in a bunch of you know popular uh, stories out there. But I mean, we'll we'll just have to wait and see what this is about. I'll you know definitely going to be checking it out. You know, I didn't. <clears throat> sign up for three years of Disney Plus for nothing. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm definitely gonna get we're definitely gonna get our money's worth for sure there. But here comes um, the uh, most controversial news of the week here. The most controversial. Oh my gosh, this is just back and forth, back and forth. So we have AMC Theaters. Everyone knows AMC Theaters, the biggest chain, um, not only in America, but excuse me um around the world because they're actually owned by i think it's like a chinese company i was watching um uh let me explains video about it have you seen it i think he uploaded no, it either today it. but um there's a there's also a company in um uk and i'm drawing a blank on the name of the company now but they're also a part of um amc theaters it's all just you know one giant company but um, getting back to the main juicy news, AMC refuse, uh, refuses to play Universal Films in the wake of Trolls World Tour. So this has been stirring up the film industry and the, the film uh, community as a whole because it's... It's mm, a big deal. 
it is a big deal because you know it's um you know coronavirus for, for those of you who don't know universal studios there's a lot of movies coming out that will, would be affected there's there's fast nine there's bond there's jurassic world three um just a lot of stuff that would be effective. um Candyman's another Blumhouse yeah, ha- studios Halloween. as well. Halloween, yeah. Um uh, Jurassic World slash Jurassic Park is one of them, and obviously trolls. So um I guess we'll just start from the beginning. So how this the how the, the flame was sparked, what sparked this flame was that as we all know, Trolls World Tour came out uh, for a home theater video on demand release where you can rent the movie for 20 bucks and you can you get a uh, a 48 hour period to watch it as many times as you wanted but apparently universal studios did not inform amc theaters that they were going this route and this is what kind of ticked amc theaters off because um Universal Studio or yeah, Universal Studios plans to do this, plans to, you know, continue to release, um, have uh, Trolls World Tour out on video on demand for people to rent to watch. They also plan to bring it to theaters and release it simultaneously that way, alongside with all of their other upcoming properties. And AMC did not like that very much. No. <laughs> At all, um, and then, um, the, Regal, Regal Cinemas also joined them in protesting Universal Films. Right. So Regal. So this kind of happened. This all happened so fast. You know, AMC said they're banning uh, Universal Films from all of their um, from all from all of their theaters. But at the same time, you know, since coronavirus did ha- uh, has you know become a part of our lives, um, AMC almost filed for bankruptcy due to COVID-19. And then I believe they are getting a bailout. So they are staying afloat because this was affecting them very, very um, like just, it, it, it was affecting them to the point where, yeah, they were pretty much just going to go out of business and probably Regal or Cinemark um, would have been the top dog. But um, for now they are staying afloat. I believe they, um, I believe the government did, did bail them out of bankruptcy. So it's kind of this is a very nuanced situation because, you know, everyone like I saw, kept seeing people on Twitter saying that, oh, like, well, AMC is stupid for doing this. You know, that's a lot of money they can bring through the theaters and blah, 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 blah. They're in no position to do this because of the you know bankruptcy position that they're in. They need all the money they can get. But at the same time, and I'll, I'll get my quick thoughts about this really quick and then i'll because I'm, I'm actually very interested to see what you have to say but um so with you know the whole video on demand which is quote-unquote essentially killing movie theaters it's kind of like i mean i understand both sides but i definitely understand where amc is coming from because business-wise it just doesn't make any sense for them to release a movie that's already available for people to watch at home which is essentially killing their business model but before i get too much into it, i want to get your thoughts yeah at first i definitely kind of thought amc was overreacting because it just kind of felt like they just kind of got mad and then just reacted that's what right. i felt like but then as i kept reading i, I saw that uh, universal had a breach of contract which is definitely not something you should do and that's the reason why amc was so mad so i i, I do see both sides i think the perfect comparison for this is Sony and Spider-Man and uh, Marvel trying to work together because <laughs> both sides need each other. And it's yeah. very obvious that they do because for this, for, for trolls, it's a, it's a small, like small budget movie compared to other movies that universal has. So of course it's going to easily make back a lot of money on a VOD release, but for movies like, like bond or Jurassic world or fast nine, like, if they release those on demand instead of theaters, it will not make nearly as much money. Like right. they need, they need theaters for the bigger movies. Ex- so, yeah. So if they, if they screw AMC out of the small movies, then AMC can just turn around and screw them out of the big movies and then they're screwed. <laughs> so like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so universally you're going to have to 
you're gonna have to universal's like sony in this situation they're gonna have to give up some stuff right and also i want i feel like we have to be on amc's side because we can't have theaters dying out here we need our theaters yeah and you know, I've I've seen a lot of different people on Twitter talking about this. You know, a lot of people taking uh, Universal side because you know, and and you know, I tried to see this from both angles because for a while, like I did think that like Universal was being a bit selfish because that, that I mean, number one, that's like double dipping. Like how, like if 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 you told a casual moviegoer, hey, Trolls World Tour is out, do you want to go see it? Yeah, man, let's let's totally do it. All right, so we have two options. We can either drive 20 minutes to the theater, you know, experience it the, the traditional way, you know, big screen, get some popcorn, some drinks, some candy, what, what have you. Or, you know, we can watch it for 20 bucks and watch it for as many times as we want within a 48-hour period on my giant, you know, flat, uh, you know, 4K TV, um, you know, the living room. It's like, oh, man. Like for for a casual moviegoer, I definitely think that they're gonna go the digital route, the video on demand route, because it's less of a hassle. You don't have to drive twenty minutes, uh, or however far you live from your theater. You know, you're spending tickets, um, you know, take um money on your tickets as well as you know popcorn and stuff like that. So you're you're spending about a good at least like what thirty to thirty five dollars, maybe a little bit less depending on what you eat at the movie theaters, how many people you're going with. So I feel like casual moviegoers are definitely going to take the digital route or the video on demand route over going to the theaters. Unlike us, yes, we love going to movie theaters. We love that experience. But um, as I was reading through the article, it did say that, you know, um, AMC is willing to work with um, Universal to try to work out some kind of deal. But like at the same time, it's kind of just like, I don't know. It's they're they're indirectly killing something that they also want to bring to theaters, and they want to do this with all their movies. It's, I mean, yeah. they, it's it's so weird, and it's yeah, just it's me. It comes back to it'll work for certain movies, like for Trolls. It's a good VOD type movie, but right for stuff like Bond, like people are gonna want to see that in theaters. And in Fast Nine, as much yeah. as I don't care for the Fast and Furious franchise. I want to see that movie in theaters, but also it's like, I feel like um, this, like this is more of like a one-off thing. Like they released one, like universal released one movie on video on demand and it, yes, it made as much move. Like it made a lot of money and no one was really expecting it. They're like, Oh, we're going to do it with all of our movies. Let's do it with James Bond. Let's do it with fast, um, fast nine and uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Candyman. But it's like I feel like they were being a little bit too impulsive as well because I saw a lot of people talking about that on Twitter. And, um, you know, it got me to think. I'm like, yeah. So, like, it's it's just so weird, man. Like they, they definitely need each other. But for some reason, I'm definitely more on the side. I definitely lean more on the side of AMC theaters more than Universal. I get it. You know, Universal is trying to out here trying to survive. They're out here trying to, you know, make ends meet. They're just trying to, you know, get people to see their movies. And, like, business-wise, yeah, it makes sense. Oh, let's double dip. Let's go through both markets. But, like you said earlier, they broke a contract with AMC. And Regal's pissed, too. So it's kind of like, like you said, we really have no choice but to be on the side of the theaters. So. I don't know. Was there uh, anything else you wanted to say about the matter before we uh, move on? I think we should move on to an interesting story. I'm not Ooh. sure. Take I, it definitely away. Caught, it definitely caught me off guard because it looks like the Oscars are still planning on having the ceremony this year with some <laughs> some changes in the rules, of course, that are obviously needed for <laughs> Rona <Yeah>. reasons. <laughs> Or else uh, Extraction is going to walk away with that best best picture. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like um, looks like the Oscars this year will be allowing streaming movies to be considered for awards, which obviously was a big controversy in the past mm-hmm. for movies like The Irishman that were on Netflix but had a two-week theatrical release. Marriage Story. Yeah. So good. So, well, yeah, what was the other news that came out? They're allowing streaming movies and 
it was um it was i believe it was the sound and uh the sound editing and mixing there's a lot of categories that were supposed to be groups uh for this coming up year i'm trying to find it um because there, there's like a lot that's going on with the oscars um my gosh i believe it, it was like the sound editing and mixing um um were kind of grouped together and i know a lot of people weren't too crazy about that i had a really good tweet um that my friend uh ricky over at the uh, music city drive-in podcast was um talking about uh, the Oscar change and people are flipping out about something and I can't really remember what it was, but I don't want to waste too much time on it. Uh, let me see if I can find it really quick. Uh, you want to take the next piece of news while I try to, uh, I, I just also down. think it's, it's going to be like, if they do have the Oscars, it's going to be so weird. Like best picture is going to be what extraction birds of prey, invisible man. just like the weirdest <laughs> awards categories unless stuff starts coming out like right now there's so little to choose from which is gonna be funny extraction the, best picture and the winner is spencer confidential oh, <laughs> thank <no>. you <laughs> thank you everyone thank you thank you um i'm trying to see what ricky had posted about this i think i'm almost there that's not it that's not it um oh my gosh onward best animated <laughs> honestly though oh so okay here here it was so um someone was freaking out about streaming films are eligible for the oscars this only okay so instead of this this is what it reads it reads instead of films um it's, uh, films will be allowed to release digitally without playing in theaters um however that doesn't mean any movie premiering on a streaming service is eligible for oscar gold to be considered the streamed film must have already had a planned theatrical release this oh, film must fight the loophole yeah this uh, film also must um <laughs> this film must also um have been made available on the Academy Screening Room member-only streaming sites within 60 days of the film streaming, uh, of, of, of the film streaming or video on-demand release. And Ricky says, please read the fine print. <laughs> and he says, everyone tweeting about streaming movies can be not nominated for the Oscars. Please read the fine print. To, uh, stop putting out a um, false information so that is quite the loophole that's they they are all that that's a lot of that's a lot of um, like can the the producer of the movie just make it up that they were going to release it in theaters like oh yeah we definitely were going to here have (laughs) make it an oscar probably but something like lovebirds will probably be on that list because it was planned for a theatrical release yeah. Um, and I'm assuming something with, you know, Command on Jotty um, will be a part of the screaming room for member-only streaming site. That's the next goal, Devin. <laughs> we got to get on that streaming site. <laughs> Watch these movies months in advance, record, record all of our podcasts, and just release them as time goes on. <laughs> yeah. be pretty sweet. <laughs> but anyways, um, Sunday, big day Sunday. What's the going second, on? The Sunday? second half of season four of Rick and Morty is oh, returning. There we go. Okay, so is it's it's a full second half. It's not week it's like by week. Five, it's like what five through ten or something. Six through ten. Okay. Something so are like they that. releasing them weekly or are they just yeah, it's week by all? week? Okay, so that gives me us time to. I'll probably rewatch the first half of season four and then move on the second half so definitely have to do a review on that very Speaking exciting of, uh, of rick and morty news i actually downloaded there's an app on vr for um for rick's toilet do you remember that where he had like his special toilet that he went to and it was like <laughs> all colorful oh man there's an app oh. that, that i got where you can like actually be there in virtual reality it's pretty funny Honestly, now I got to try this out for sure. I mean, it has no <laughs> use other than just sitting on your actual toilet and pretending that you're that you're Rick Sanchez. 
Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> man, oh man. Yeah, but like we 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 got we got a lot of good news here coming up. So I'm I'm very excited. We've we've gone we've gone through the you know the the griminess and you know we're 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 finally starting to get happier stories, I guess you can say. <laughs> um, but so the next thing on this list, Karen Gillian and Aaron Pollard to star in a sci-fi feature. Um, titled Duel, yes. and this comes from the Hollywood Reporter. And I've never heard of this. Have you? No, Duel. I guess no. it sounds cool. It does sound cool. And apparently, Jesse Eisenberg, Martha Kelly, and I cannot pronounce that other person's name are also um to appear in the motion picture. Got some good um, talent. That's a pretty good talent. And I guess it's speaking from the movie of, uh, director. Speaking of Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> what? Well, who's, oh, who's yeah, that's, that's, oh, that is true. Okay, hold on. Before we move on, I was going to say, because I know you like the artist of defense. Yes. And that's the director of this new dual oh, sci-fi okay. thriller. Yeah. So that, I, I thought that's where you're going. Yeah. But yes, this next piece of news that we have here. Uh, now You See Me 3 is in the works with the Top Gun Maverick co-writer Eric Warren Singer. And man, it's been Have you seen the first two? I've seen the first. Yes, I, <laughs> I, 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 I like the first one, and then the second one just felt completely unnecessary. And now the third I, one is even more unnecessary. Like, why are we still making these? I Apparently, people are very excited for this. I I can't really say that, you know, I'm super I mean, super excited I but i did watch the hot take but the second one i guess sucks. so yeah um this is coming out of like kind of left field a little bit but i mean i got some good news this week so <laughs> we'll get into that later on though <laughs> but um yeah so i guess lion gates is aiming to make audiences uh see once again a throwing uh third installment of the heist thriller franchise now you see me. It's now in development. So cool. Um, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. And um, I'm sure we'll watch it. I got to watch the first. Now I want to watch the first two to kind of, you know, catch up with the times. Because it has been a while since I've seen the first one. But I know you're, you're a big Seth Rogen fan. So oh, I'll, let yeah. you, uh, I'll let you take this next one as well. Big Seth Rogen fan. He never misses. Name name a bad Seth Rogen movie. I dare you. You know, I was gonna say Holmes and Watson, but I realized that wasn't. Was that him? No, that wasn't him. No, no, that wasn't. Oh my gosh, I am. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but based on the description of uh, this this new movie coming out, I don't know how he's gonna pull this one off, but. Uh, Seth Rogen's movie titled An American Pickle is releasing on HBO Max. And interestingly <laughs> enough, it was originally a Sony Pictures film. He likes to work with Sony. Um, but HBO acquired it due to the COVID pandemic. So technically, this will be Sony's first film to go from a theatrical release to a full VOD slash streaming release. Mm. Kind of interesting. An American but, Pickle. But I need, I need to read you the description for this movie. Have you, have you okay. seen this? No. <laughs> All right. Open open your ears. Get ready for this one. All right. This is according to Culture Grave, so I'm guessing it's legit. The, <laughs> the, story fo- the story follows a 1920s laborer who falls into a vat of pickles and is brined for 100 years. He wakes up in present-day Brooklyn and finds out his great-grandson, also played by Seth Rogen, is his only surviving relative. Just soak that in. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. So he how. falls into a barrel of pickles. A vat, yes. A vat, of and it, it is brined for one hundred years. It's kind of like Captain on? America, but with pickles. That is okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, um, I, I trust you, Seth. I'm not sure how this is going to work, but I'll be watching it. I mean, if I can sit through. Um, Oh my gosh, what was it? Uh, Sasha's party. I, I can sit through anything. <laughs> anything that Seth Rogen made. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, wow. 
it's it's definitely original so we'll have to uh see how that one takes off definitely have to review that one for sure when hbo max comes out um a little bit less than a month i think it's on 27th of may so that'll be pretty cool but uh this next piece of news here um apparently the we are one uh canes venice tiff trebecca and more um they're they're having like a online film festival on youtube which is pretty cool since you know a lot of people can't go to these actual festivals and pretty much everything's been canceled so um the we all the we are one globe Global Film Festival is an online-only event that will curate some of the featured films, short documentaries, music, comedy, and conversations that would have occurred at these uh, film events and put them online for free for millions of people to view. Nice. So that's pretty cool. And there's yeah, a and, lot. Um, South by Sorry, Southwest on, on Prime Video also always already started this, this kind of streaming um festival videos I haven't, have, have you, you watched, watched any, any of, them? of them no i have, oh. <laughs> no, I have not yet I, 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 saw the list, I saw the list of titles and i didn't recognize any of them so i guess i'll just wait for let me explain or somebody to recommend some yeah or until the green knight comes out hopefully yeah maybe <laughs> i didn't hoping. see it on the list but uh, i know i'm so pissed uh maybe this saving the best for last but hey Whatever. But yeah, there is a lot of different festivals that are um, already confirmed to uh, take uh, take part of this. So Tribeca, Venice, Sundance, uh, just to name a few, uh, and New York as well. So yeah, there, there, there's a good like 20 on here so far. Uh, no Nashville, but I mean, it's not like we get that many good movies anyway, but oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, last year we got Jojo Rabbit and Marriage Story and God, this, I was just blown away. I was just, it was, it's so, it's cool seeing like movies like before everyone else. And you know, like if you like write a review or like record a, uh, record a, um, a video for it, a uh, review for it, it's something different, but it's like, you can't really talk about it with anyone. That's yeah. the only thing that sucks, unless you know you got your your other um, film buddies who are in the same boat as you. So, <laughs> but um, I'll let you take this. Now. Oh wait, oh I'm getting way ahead of myself. Sorry about that. Um, Daisy, I'll 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 take this yeah Daisy, one. Daisy Ridley. Yeah, Daisy Ridley. Yeah, Daisy Ridley. Is in Toxic Star, a um, in a psychological thriller called uh, "The Ice Beneath Her" at uh, STX. Yes, this will um, be her um, her first non Star Wars movie, except for that one weird Tom Holland movie that is never coming out. Cherry? <laughs> no, no, it's something else. Her with him and Daisy Ridley. Oh, like I, I think I know what you're talking about. Sci-fi movie that was so bad that they didn't release it. <laughs> you know people keep talking about like how so bad certain takes were and it's like sometimes i really want to see these bad takes even with like game of thrones the uh apparently the first the first pilot of game of thrones is like so bad they just literally you cannot find it anywhere like they, it didn't air they had to redo everything but i want to see it because it's fun to watch bad movies there's uh there's a youtuber called cosmonaut um variety hour um it's him and his rat tag group of people but the guys the main guy's name is marcus the one who created the uh, channel and he does these um <laughs> these uh happy these happy hour are um i guess uh picture shows where they choose like the worst They'll get together one of his friends that they'll live watch like one of like one of the worst movies ever made. I think they did one uh recently with like Avatar the Last Airbender. They did one with uh he recently, recently just did one with uh, the first Twilight, and it was just so funny. But yeah. Um I digress. I'm very happy for Daisy Ridley finally getting moving into her own and you know looking for work and hopefully she'll score um some really good deals especially we know that um john boyega was looking uh to film in some african uh films over at netflix so you know i mean poe dameron aka mr oscar isaac need we say more but <laughs> yeah 
We actually um, have some some more breaking news here. Ooh. Double breaking news this pod. Uh-oh. So so one of our news stories was that Disney is rumored to be looking at um John Favreau or the Russo brothers for the live action Hercules remake that they're currently working on. Well, we just got confirmation from Lights Camera Pod Boys that um the Russo brothers tweeted out kind of a nice hint that they will be the ones directing the the movie. They'll be directing it. What? Oh, Russo brother yes. coming in clutch. <laughs> a recent pick of me and yeah. my bro. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> I used to love yes. Hercules, man. Yes. Oh, I love Hercules so much. I absolutely so yeah, we've love got it. the Russo brothers on board. We're looking good. <laughs> Whew, man, what a good day. This this is a good. It's been a good good week. A really good week. Man, Russo Rose, let's let's do it. Let's let's get it to it. Man, oh man. All right. So, um, well, wow, this this has been a very exciting podcast so far. Um, so do you want to take this next one? Because it's th- this is a pretty big news, too. I was actually very excited about this one. Which one? Uh the Florence Pugh, uh oh, yes. Shia LaBeouf. Florence Chris Pugh, Pine. Shia LaBeouf, two of our favorites, Chris Pine, solid. Oh. Florence. To star in Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling. Olivia Wilde, oh, obviously. Man. Booksmart, one of our favorites of, was that last year? Yeah. That was last year. I, I can't tell, man. The, the time has no meaning anymore. Time has <laughs> stopped completely. <laughs> um, but apparently it is, like, apparently it was Olivia Wilde. is it? Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's like another psychological thriller. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's for a new line cinema, which is cool. And I guess Olivia Wilde is also starring in the period um, movie and producing uh, with Kate uh, Seidlberman, uh, who wrote the current script, Roy Lee and Mary Moo of Vertigo Entertainment. I'm not sure what that means, but there's not much here, really. Actually, no, I'm sorry. There's a lot here. Wow. Um, Apparently, a lot of de- the details of this movie for Don't Worry, Darling are being uh, kept in isolation. Um, or, wait, details are being kept secret, but settling. Wait. Oh, oh, my gosh. I am all over the place today. So, it, it is a 1950s psychological thriller. Um, they pick, um, picked up uh, Darling in August 2019. It's one of the most, I guess it was one of the most competitive auctions of the year, but. Uh, there's a bunch of other information here, but I don't, I don't want to get too much into it because I don't want to um, <clears throat> veer off track here too much because I'm still giddy about this uh, this Hercules movie. So yeah. I don't know. It should be interesting. And then we also got Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm, I'm a big fan. Another show you're going to have to catch up on. Eight seasons. <laughs> Looks like they're trying to figure out how to incorporate COVID nineteen into their season eight, which sounds pretty interesting. Definitely some it comedy does. that can be had from this situation. Right. I think of anything right now, comedies are something that people should be watching right now. Um, I know that everyone was like into the contagion, you know, re- uh, either watching it for the first time or rewatching it as we did for the first time. I. Thought it was actually a really good movie. Uh, everyone, check out our review of uh, Contagion. We did it a few weeks ago during uh, the pre-pandemic. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but, but yeah, um, I'll let you take these next two since they're your expertise <laughs> and, and, oh, so and passions. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm so excited, Devin, and everyone out there listening. I'm very excited for this because we are we're done with our miscellaneous um, uh, news for now. We're going to move in to a little bit of gaming news here. So, yes, uh, release dates for The Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima have finally been announced. Um, this has been a roller coaster of a ride for all of us, uh, uh, Tolu fans out there i guess you can call it uh, that's a, for that's a last... weird weird shortening or yeah it's or tilu tilu the last of it yeah tilu there we go um i heard, heard that one on nerd soup i thought it was pretty funny so <laughs> but uh there, there's been a lot of controversy with naughty dog early in the year our boy jason schreier just like completely outed their um crunch 
culture over at Naughty Dog. We're speaking with a lot of diff, uh, previous um, employers at Naughty Dog and how the cr- the crunch culture needs to change. And for anyone out there who doesn't know what the crunch culture is, it's pretty much when um, it's it's like literally you're you're at like the five or ten yard line. There's like a month before your game is supposed to release, and you just you're just constantly working on it, constantly fixing bugs, polishing the game where it needs uh, fixing and what have you, and just trying to make it the best before release happens. Because technically, games always ship with bugs to begin with. That's why there's a lot of day one patches as well. But that's pretty much what crunch culture is. You know, a lot of um, a lot of their uh, workers working overtime, not able to see their families as much, you know, trying to make sure that everything is ship shape for the game's release. But um, apparently there was dis- there was a disgruntled um, <clears throat> Naughty Dog worker over a payment dispute uh, with the company and when things didn't go their way, bam, major plot spoilers are have been leaked for The Last of Us Part Two. And I know a lot of people have, you know, some people don't care. They're, they'll go on, you know, you can literally just like go out there and search for these spoilers. But me, I literally, like, as soon as I saw this, I completely just muted everything dealing with The Last of Us, The Last of Us Part Two, or Naughty Dog. Um, I mean, it hurts me very much, but like this is something that needs to be done because I do not want this game spoiled for me. Because uh, I almost had the rest of Skywalker spoiled for me, but I had to. Duh. And I almost actually had this spoiled for me as well because someone just like off, like the first two sentences was something off topic. Then they like, it seemed like they were going into something, and I just like literally closed out, didn't even know what they were talking about. So I just blocked it from my mind. I didn't read the whole thing. I read like the first two sentences. Uh, two words i was like nope like like this is something that's not even you know it's foreign to me but so apparently since um you know there are plot leaks out there this apparently uh forced sony to give us release dates for the last of us part two and uh for ghost of shishima so for the last of us part two it was originally supposed to come out may 29th because um it was originally supposed originally originally supposed to come out in February. It got pushed back to May 29th. And then due to quote unquote uh, corona uh, coronavirus concerns, they delayed it indefinitely and they didn't give us a release date. And everyone was trying to figure out, okay, so Last of Us is supposed to come out in May. And then you have uh Ghost of Tsushima was originally supposed to come out in uh like mid-June. And so they essentially moved both back so now it's um uh ghost of tsushima it's now moved from a june slot to july slot july uh, 17th and lots of us part two has been moved from a may slot to june 19th but i feel like there's something weird going on because i feel like we would not have gotten this news if these leaks didn't happen because it's like i mean this is one of the biggest anticipated games of the year and it's a global you know it's a global worldwide release so I mean, if these spoilers were out there, it's like they, they got to give us something. And they did. But it makes me wonder, were they going, were, were they even going to give us a release date, you know, a few days ago, um, even if these uh, plot details didn't come out? But uh, Jason Schreier pretty, uh, had said that he was catching up on the Naughty Dog story. And he said, no matter how angry you are about a work, uh, place conditions, uh, whether it be your pay or anything of that um, caliber, uh, leaking a whole game just hurts all the people who were in the trenches with you. And he's pretty much saying, finding find find a better way to channel that rage. And there hasn't really been any real con- uh, confirm confirmation that um, it was over a payment dispute, but or. So it's still kind of up in the air. I've been trying to read more into it. Haven't really found too much, but um, we got we got release dates. So I guess that's a good thing that came out of this. And you know, if if you do care about this game as much as me or anyone out there, um, you know, try your best to avoid spoilers and kind of just um, may the odds forever be in your favor. That's all I'll pretty much have to say about it. Yeah. So. Good luck, <laughs> Devin. This is this is stressful. 
Because, like, think about it. Like, it was supposed to come out in May. And now leaks are already out. And it doesn't come out for, like, okay, tomorrow is May 1st. So we have at least, like, a month and a half to get yeah, through. Yeah, that's a while. But. And then the leaks are all out there, just ready to be spilled. Nope. No, 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 no. I'm not even going to say people's reactions, whether they like it or not, because I don't want to sway anyone's opinion. But I do know people who have read spoilers and they said they're still going to be buying the game because, I mean, even if you even if you read spoilers, this is something you definitely have to experience for yourself. But um, that's it for the Sony bit of the gaming news. We had some Here, here's here's our, our Jared <laughs> portion of the news of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Our Jared portion could <laughs> take it away. <laughs> yeah, for for those of you who don't know, our, our good friend Jared, who's been on the pod a few times, is he might be one of the only Assassin's Creed fans in the world. I don't, I don't know. I'm just kidding, but uh, he's Problem. a he's a giant <laughs> Assassin's Creed fan. Every single game, he just loves all of them. And the newest Assassin's Creed just got announced yesterday. The trailer came out today. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I didn't watch the trailer. Hmm. Did you? I did watch the trailer. It actually looks really amazing. And I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game in Is a while. Is it next gen? Yeah, they, they said holiday 2020. Ooh, you know what? That's a good question. I don't know if it is next gen. Maybe we'll find out at the Xbox oh. event that's coming out um, in the middle of May. May 9th, I, I think. It comes out my birthday? Is it? Oh Around no, it's May seventh. May seventh. May seventh. Yeah. May seventh. Yeah. So apparently, um, we actually uh, ran into this today. So apparently, there will be a first look at next gen gameplay uh, from their global developers, third party partners. only. Third party only. Yes, for anyone out there who is, you know, before you get your your all your excitement up there, this is for third party next generation games. But it is something, and they are, and Xbox is still planning. To have a digital uh, event in June. So I believe that is where they will be showing all their first party goodness. But yes. this is honestly fine because Sony hasn't shown us, hasn't shown us shit. They haven't seen, they haven't shown us anything at all. So I don't know. Um, so that's, so that's a little piece of news. And for uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I believe Boss Logic was, um, took part of the reveal by, um, pretty much creating the um the wallpaper or the uh, the artwork for the game uh live streaming it on twitch so that was pretty cool so that man is making bank yeah but uh do you want to take this last bit of news here it looks like we're getting a new battlefield game in 2021 i could have swore i thought it was battlefront i don't know why i read that and saw battlefront instead of i think i think i saw that ea's deal with star wars is ending soon Oh, they could God. they could renew it, but True. they might have to squeeze in another Battlefront game to get get some more monies. Yeah, well, yeah, and apparently there's uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Uh, there's there was one last update, and they added a few new characters. I believe uh, Ray is in the game with her yellow lightsaber, but she's they have labeled her Ray Skywalker. So apparently, people have problems with that shocker because you know. Star Wars fans always find something to complain about Star Wars, but whatever. I'm hoping we don't get too much, too many, too many complaints next week on uh, May 4th. But uh, did you have any other comments, questions, concerns, or any other thoughts about that before we uh, wrap up here? I think that's it. It's a good episode. All right. Yeah. And that, that does it uh, for today's episode. I actually believe this is episode 13 of our new show headline hot takes. And I think this is actually our seventh no, not our seventh, our seven, our seventieth episode overall since we started the podcast last summer. Last summer, wow! I think our first podcast episode was uh, five. I think it was like five films we were looking forward to um, coming out, and that was like what's Far From Home and. Lion King, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, before the pandemic happened. <laughs> there are babies being born within the pandemic, <laughs> and it sucks. But uh, like I said before, that pretty much does it here for our new show. 
Um, you can listen to us again on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Podbean, uh, Google Play, uh, Anchor, all that jazz, all that social media crap over there. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Film Optics. Optics is spelled O P T I X. And check out our nice little artwork. We've uh, I did our uh, YouTube uh, channel up there pretty nicely. So um, I would like to start making a few uh, game review videos, especially for um, The Last of Us Part Two and uh, Ghost of Tsushima. So I'll probably be doing that solo myself since Devin does not have a um, <clears throat> PlayStation. But um, I would, uh, you know, for gaming wise, you know, we'll definitely have to see. Um, maybe we could do a little like review or something of maybe Xbox's June digital event or something like that. Since this is the first time we can't cover E3, so it really yeah. sucks. But that's okay. Um, so and I, I oh oh my gosh, I almost forgot. Uh, we are going to be reviewing the Willoughby's. Um, for this Sunday's uh, news, uh, this Sunday's uh, movie review. So keep a lookout for that for this Sunday. This is going to be coming out on May first, um, first day of May. It's going to be May. Yeah. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for that meme to come back. <laughs> Never. There's an away. entire month dedicated. Yeah, but hey, I mean, May is one of the longest days of the year, or month, excuse me, of the year. So. Uh, we have that to look forward to. So, again, we'll be reviewing the Willoughby's. We have a few other um, reviews on deck. I'm actually very excited. We can actually, e- even if it is streaming only, you know, we can definitely get some uh, newer reviews out here. And uh, we have HBO Max. we got a lot of things looking forward to in May. So that's pretty cool. But um, I'm pretty much done talking here because I'm just rambling at this point. So thank you for everyone listening. Um, don't forget to like, and subscribe on YouTube. I definitely want to, uh, you know, as the pandemic is over and we get some haircuts, I think we should uh, start definitely moving towards the uh, video uh, podcast uh, for YouTube, at least for our, uh, our watchers over there. And obviously still have the audio form. But um, I believe that does it. Uh, Wash your hands, and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.